Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. All right, well, today on In Awe by Bruce, we have singer-songwriter and rising CCM star Kate Stanford. She's a Baton Rouge native in her senior year at the University of Texas. She's balancing an artistic career with full-time school and possibly looking going to grad school or law school. She has a new Christmas album out called King of Angels, and it's nice and refreshing twist to your typical Christmas songs and favorites. I was blown away by the angelic sound, the joy that was expressed, the beautiful arrangements, and how it's one of those albums that you can have playing while other things are going on and still get the feel and the vibe of the music. And I'm sure Kate will explain part of that comes from her producer and mentor, two-time Grammy nominee, Cindy Morgan. But we'll ask her about that and get into that more. Uh, but first, Kate, just want to welcome you to In Awe by Bruce. Thanks for being on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> and pray for her. She's taking a break from uh, studying to just talk to me. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but first thing I want to ask you is, you know, let, let's go back. What got you started on this path? I would say it started a long time ago when I was about six years old. I loved Hannah Montana. It was my favorite show uh-huh. growing up. And there was a school talent show going on at um, my church and my school. And I was like, Mom, I really want to do it. So mm-hmm. I got up on stage at six years old and I sang Hannah Montana, Best of Both Worlds. Uh-huh. And even in my little small brain back then, I knew I was oh, like, this is fun. Like, I love being on stage. Yeah. I love performing. I just get a thrill out of it. And from that moment, I knew like, okay, I want to pursue this at some degree. And back then, I didn't know that I would be doing this professionally. And I think little me would be so excited and so ecstatic that I'm doing this full time or I'm planning on it. Um, But I really think it started back then. And as I grew up, I really got into classical music. So um, I'd say through middle school and high school, I competed as a classical singer. And I really like was thinking about taking that route. But then it wasn't until I was about 17 that I got the opportunity to do CCM. And I really thought that that was a great fit for me because, number one, I think there's nothing more important than your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And number two, I think that CCM gives you a lot of artistic freedom and a lot of artistic creativity to kind of just create whatever you want. And I, I really, I love that as a young artist. I was like, I love the freedom to yeah. create. Wow. As you just said, most important thing is our relationship with God and with Jesus. Is there anything, you know, since our topic is in awe of God, is there anything particular that puts you in awe of God that drives you in your artistic pursuits? Definitely. I think that for me, music is the way that I feel God's presence the most. And I know I've talked to some other people in my life and they're like, absolutely, like God is present in music. Therefore, I want to wake up every day, and my mission at the core is to bring others to God. Okay. And I think that music has those gorgeous 
healing capabilities. So that's fabulous. And so tell us now how it kind of transformed into doing this really unique Christmas album. Well, I would say going into it, it was pretty easy picking the songs because I feel like I grew up on them and I was okay, I definitely want to do this, this, and this. <laughs> and I was really set on Joy to the World because I love the theme behind it and I love that it has such a joyous nature to the song. And I think especially during these times with the pandemic and a lot of just tension going on in the world, I was let's put that all aside and let's just give joy and glory to God. And that's especially why I picked Joy to the World. And I think that the product came out exactly how I hoped it to. It's just that joyous, upbeat nature. Um, So that was definitely one of my favorites on the album. And I would say for O Come All You Faithful and O Come O Come Emmanuel, those are just classics. And I wanted to just put my own twist on it. And I loved how those turned out as well. I think people will. I mean, you don't want to expose too much, but you can go and listen to these. They're they're streaming on what iTunes and and also yeah, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all, all the platforms, all those things. And I'm telling you, it'll give you a hint of what the album's like, which is really great. Uh, so, thanks. how did Cindy Morgan? How did you end up here? Because uh, did you want to learn more about how I can make my voice or my talent? more unique or express myself better? What what brought her into the mix? Well, Cindy Morgan, she's a phenomenal producer and she's an amazing vocalist herself. Yeah. And she's also an amazing person and mentor. And I love, I know some artists, I feel like they're very much like, okay, I want to do it this way. Like this yeah. is how I do it. And like, I respect that. But for me, I really enjoy learning and listening to people who've already been through it. And I feel like Cindy was just that voice of reason for me. She would, we'd be in the studio and she'd be like, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? And I loved getting that feedback. And I think she really had some great suggestions with my vocals and with the different runs that I did. So having her there just as a mentor, as Mm -hmm. a coach, all of that was amazing. In addition to her producing my music. (laughs) Any like nuggets of wisdom that, I mean, you know, she jumps in probably and, and does what you're talking about, but any nuggets of wisdom that you kind of hold on to that you've learned from her or seen? or I would say there's nothing she's said in particular, but I think her actions speak louder than words because ah. I think she is one of the most confident yet humble people. Okay. And the way that she carries herself in that confident manner, but it's not boastful, I think that that's something to learn, especially as a female musician. I'm like, wow, like you hold your own, you're confident, but you're so godly. And I think that's a quality that not many people have. And I definitely took that to heart and I'm like, wow, like this woman's amazing. So (laughs) tell me how doing what you do kind of works into things at school, Uh, not just your schedule, but, but do people go, oh, you're a Christian singer? Do they go, oh, wow, you're a Christian singer? Do they say, what in the world's a Christian singer? It really just depends. I would say in Austin, Texas, it's kind of a mix of people, and I okay. respect that. There definitely are Christian communities in Austin and at my school who really enjoy my music. And yeah. I would say I don't really get many negative reactions. Even if okay. people aren't Christian, they're like, oh, like that's really dope. Like, Where can I find your music? And oh. they listen to my music, and I think that's beautiful because – Believers and non-believers can take something from my music, and I hope maybe one day, you know, my music can inspire someone to have a relationship with God, and at the end of the day, that's kind of what it's all about, so 
I'd say it's all been really positive at school and people are very supportive. And I would say Austin is a music city, but yeah. not really for Christian music. I would say it's more, you know, indie country. So there aren't a lot of gig opportunities in Austin, but the support is definitely there. Well, that's good. And so yeah. what do you do? You just said you got back from something uh, last night. Tell us, yeah. how do you, with that kind of thing, if it's not local, how do you get around all this stuff and do your school? Well, I would say it's all about preparation. I literally talked to my professors August 23rd, something like that. And I was uh-huh. like, hey, guys, this is what I do. It's my professional career. If you could help me with um, exams, like pushing them up before my tour, that would be amazing. And I would say the um, accommodations are half and half. I'd say about half of them just say, like, well, too bad. You shouldn't have taken my right. class. Yeah. And half of them say, oh, that's super cool. Let me help you in any way I can. So I think just planning ahead and communicating has really been helpful in my academic career. But um, at the end of the day, it's all about just prioritizing your time (laughs) and (laughs) using it wisely. I say I don't have a lot of free time, but that's kind of how I like it. So it's not a big deal. (laughs) Okay. It keeps you hopping and everything. Exactly. Yeah. I know that you're looking at possibly grad school or law school or something like that and continued singing. So how do you see that going? Well, I will say I've put more thought into it, and I definitely think that in the next two to three years, I'm doing music full-time. I'm not going into grad school. I'm 21 years old. There's no better time than the present to pursue a career like this, and I think that grad school will always be there. When I'm 40, when I'm 50, it's never too late to go back to school and to get an education, and I always say education to me is very important, and I think education is power, and I encourage everyone, if possible, to pursue what they want. But I think, say, I do want to do grad school in the next few years. I was looking into some MBA programs, and I know that a lot of MBA programs do have night classes. So I think there's also online. There's a lot of options for me to kind of do it simultaneously. But as of now, I think after graduation, I'm focusing on my career. All right. So let's talk a little career then. What what? What kind of things in the music world will you pursue as far as Christian music or whatnot? Well, I def- I have a new song coming out in February Oh, so on Valentine's Day. So you'll have to wait and see for that. I'm very excited about that. And I really enjoy singing at summer festivals. I've sang at Life Fest, Big Ticket Fest, I'm trying to wow. think of what else. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love doing those. So I'm hoping in the summer of 2023, I by the grace of God, get some more festivals because I absolutely love meeting everyone at the festivals. I like, that's probably my favorite part. Like performing is great and all, but like, I think the true ministry comes from people coming up to me and being like, Oh, like you inspired me. And like, that's all, that's why I do it. Praise God. That is, yes, that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. So really last thing I want to ask you before we get going, let you get back to your studies. <laughs> <laughs> what encouragement do you have? And, and maybe I should say, particularly for female performers, what's your encouragement for them if they'd like to do something like this? What would you tell them? How would you, you mentioned looking back at your younger self, how happy you'd be with where yeah. you're now. What would you tell them? I would say, number one, your worth is not defined by anyone else but God. Mm -hmm. No matter what people say about you, no matter what people think about you, the Lord and Savior, you're you're his daughter, and he loves you, and your worth is defined by God, not by anyone else, not by other humans who are imperfect. I think that that's the number one thing that I think about, because Mm -hmm. people will always have their opinions about you as a performer, 
and you kind of are in the spotlight in a way, which I think other professions you're not. And I think going into it with that mindset of, okay, people are going to judge, but that's okay. I think that's my number one piece of advice. And my second piece of advice is to don't give up Uh because I would say at the beginning of my career, I was, oh, this is hard, like a different level of hard than anything else I've experienced because it's so personal because it's your passion. Yeah. So I think that's the big thing. Don't give up. Take it day by day. And when you feel like you're going to quit, take a break. Okay. Take a day break. Take a step back from it. Really examine at the core why you're doing it and take a break and then come back to it. And half of the time when I take a break and I come back, I'm like, oh, what was I worried about? It's fine. (laughs) So I think those are my two biggest pieces of advice for female artists and honestly for any artist. Okay, because I was going to say, you know, I didn't want to leave the guys out if there was anything specific yet for guys, but it really does cover the same type of thing. Absolutely. Anything on like connecting? How do you, I mean, how do you get connected? Okay, I want to do this, but how do I get noticed or seen? And what if I'm not, don't think I'm a great songwriter? Anything else you'd say for those people? I would say for me, I kind of got discovered. I guess you could say I was singing at one of my cousin's friend's weddings and someone videoed and sent it to my now consultant slash manager. And that's kind of how I got, I guess, discovered. But I think that before that, just getting out there and performing and showing your face is a big deal. Because guess what? If you're, you're not getting out there, if you're not posting on social media, if you're not performing, you might be the most talented person in the world, mm-hmm. but no one is going to know. So I think that a big thing is showing your talent to the world because it's such an amazing thing and amazing quality to have. So I encourage people like get out there. Like people want to hear you. People want to hear your voice. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks. Anything else you want to say to people before we go about your album? I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Kate, thank you so much for being on. Good luck with your school. Super luck and blessings with your album. It's just wonderful and beautiful. I hope to see even tons more of you in the future. Oh, thank you so much. And you were so kind to have me on. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks.